Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian Talk Radio. And on iWork Frame, we're hard at work connecting our faith to our nine to five. And today we've got in studio with us Tom and Pam Wolf from Identity and Destiny. This is a workbook, an eight-week workbook that is absolutely a must-do for everybody. In the United States of America, but specifically, if you call yourself a Christ follower, this is an amazing study that will change your life. Identityanddestiny.com is how you can find out all about it. It's identity, the word destiny, or the word, how about that? Identity, the word and, and then the word destiny.com, identityanddestiny.com. It is it is one of the things that has impacted my life significantly, and Martha's life as well, it just... You know they're one of our major show sponsors. They're in here every month because this is a study that several hundred million people should go through. It is absolutely amazing. And the cool part is Tom and Pam have brought on with them today one of their very good friends, Dr. Libby Hodge. And she's talking about, she's going to join us in a conversation as she's written a book, Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Tom, Pam, and Libby, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Great to be here. Great to hear you all. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we're all in, just picture us, Libby. We're all together staring at a phone where you are. Okay. <laughs> but you're in our heads, and that's where every person has got a doctor. It always wants to be in other people's heads. So that's that's okay. good. Different kind of doctor, I know. Okay, so let's just, Libby, I'm just going to pick on you today. We've been picking on Tom and Pam all year long and asking them how Christ is impacting their lives. How have you seen Christ what have you seen Christ do in your life recently that revealed the ongoing work that he's not done with you yet? Well, I'll tell you, um, as I've been um, working with Tom and Pam over the last few years as one of their um, licensed facilitators, and they're my coaches, and they have uh, spurred me on. They don't let me quit when I uh, feel uh, that something isn't working or whatever. They've always got great advice. And uh, one of the more recent um, things that Tom shared with us at one of our uh, weekend intensive retreats was that um, we should always strive to have five-star days. And uh, we have to set our own personal and specific goals in five different areas. And he recommended that we would set goals that were spiritual in nature, that we would set set some mental goals, um, physical goals relational goals and career goals. And I found that as I started to apply that to my life and set goals in each of those areas, even if I didn't have a five-star day that day, I had 
done things um, more efficiently. I was achieving more things than I had done previously. And and so recently, um, my husband and I are seeing um, achievements in uh, savings and debt reduction. We're seeing greater focus on things that matter the most, like our family, um, our calling, and our pursuit of the Lord, and uh, just feeling that sense of His uh, favor, and um, honestly, I feel blessed every day, uh, and I uh, love to be able to ask the Lord each day when I go out the door, show me how to be a blessing to someone else today. That's and it. I'll tell you, most recently, we just survived Hurricane Matthew. Our power did not go out. We uh, didn't lose our trees, and uh, I can't say that for most of our neighbors, so yeah, no, praise God. It was a rough weekend, that's for sure. It talk was. To, talk yes. to me about, you've got a passion, you've written this uh, this uh, workbook, Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids, and I know that yes. you, you did that after getting introduced to Identity and Destiny, but what kind of, I mean, that's a big project. I mean, I, I know that Tom worked on this for a very long time. What kind of credentials do you bring to the table to be able to do that kind of work? Well, first of all, I've been a children's minister for over 30 years, and so I was accustomed to taking material that was written for adults and translating it into something that children could understand, because I felt like they could handle uh, those tougher subjects, those deeper truths that a lot of times our curriculum in children's ministry does not uh, wrap its head around, does not think that kids can handle it, and so they just tell little stories and things that are just really not relevant to a kid's life. How do I make this personal to me? How do I take these things that I'm learning and apply it? So um, that was one of the things that uh, I had been doing for years, and um, I've also uh, got a degree in uh, Christian um, psychology and counseling. Um, I'm a counselor, and uh, so I work with kids on a deeper level in that regard as well. Um, I'm the children's ministry director at our church here in Hinesville, Georgia, Connection Church, and uh, we've been here for quite a while. And so all those different things working together, um, I think, are just the pieces of the puzzle that helped me to be able to uh, just fall in love with this book when I picked it up, um, Identity and Destiny for Adults. And just immediately, the pieces of the uh, kids' book were falling into place. Well, and that's what I want to hear about. I want to hear, Tom and Pam, how did you guys meet Libby? Um, we are members of an, uh, an organization called the Associ- American Association of Christian Counselors. Mm-hmm. And we were at a trade show working a booth, selling our books. And Libby came, actually a friend of hers came along and said, went back to Libby and said, you have got to meet these people, thinking already about the curriculum for their church. But um, she came and I think in the first conversation, Libby, we knew that we were supposed to be connected. We didn't know what God had in store, but there was right. just a there was a spiritual connection from the first time we laid eyes on each other. Amen. Uh, and I really, and that's what I'm excited about. What I'm excited about today, Libby, is just to hear how you got introduced to Identity and Destiny and, and how all of a sudden you said you were thinking right away, oh, I got to do this for kids. And, and this Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. So Libby, really quickly, how did you get... I introduced to Identity and Destiny. Well, I um, I bought Tom and Pam's book at um, a trade show uh, back in 2012, and it is uh, something that is really a, a passion for me as well, to help people find their purpose. So when I saw that book, I was like, wow, this is great. Um, it's so um, filled with different uh, keys and 
tools and assessments and things that I have never seen so many things put together in one book. Yeah, that's, that's uh, action packed for sure. So exciting, yeah. So when so you went through time, it, did you get did, did you do this on your own or did you get a coach when you went through Identity and Destiny? I I did go through it on my own. Did you get um, it done in 8 weeks? No, sir. <laughs> because as I was going through this for myself, I was also starting to write the book for the kids. So, um it took me uh, a little bit more time than your average uh, student would go through. And well, uh, Libby, wasn't it about day three out of the 40 days that you already knew you were supposed to write the kids' version? Absolutely. I mean, it was about that point when I, I started to, the characters began to come to life in my head, and I was thinking, in the margins of my book, as I'm supposed to be writing down thoughts for myself, I'm writing down and then this happened. And then Chris and Zoe meet Coach Tom. And it just became a story uh, working its way through my mind. And uh, that was the fun part. The, uh, the challenge was to take the assessments and write them in such a way that kids could understand oh, them. So wait a minute. No, you're, jumping, you're jumping ahead of me. We're going to go back <laughs> okay, to your... You gotta ju- no, we wanna, I want to hear... Because I tell people all the time on the air, and I have for since I've been on the air, Tom and Pam have been on the air with me. Gosh, we've got probably four weeks of airtime on the air together. This is the study that I think every Christ follower should go through. I want to hear after you guys... It took me 16 weeks. That's why I was asking whether you got it done, because I did it on my own. It took me 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. As you went through this, how did it impact your life going through Identity and Destiny? I understand it inspired you to write a book, but how did it impact your life? Well, I'll tell you, it just really helped me to understand that, yes, my purpose is to help kids find their purpose, and it just solidified that for me. Um, it helped me to realize that I am an encourager, and that's what I do, and that's who I am. Uh, and it just recharged my batteries, I think, that um, I was tracking well on several things, but I'm having a much broader influence now. Uh, most of my influence was within the four walls of our church and within my own family, and now I'm reaching out beyond and uh, working in all different venues to help uh, other people understand that this is a really good tool and uh, that they could use it in their churches and, and their families as well. Well, let's talk about that transition from you. So you went through Identity and Destiny right away as you're going through it. You're saying, hi, this needs to be done for kids. Tom, how did that conversation go? This is your baby, and, and somebody calls you and says, you know what, I think we need to do a kid's version. How did that go? Because sometimes we get really possessive of what we've done. Well, uh, it was a situation where actually uh, Libby was talking mostly with Pam, and then Pam says, uh, this uh, woman's got a Ph.D., wants to write a a book for children based on this. And uh, my reaction, as usual, was like, well, yeah, people talk a lot, but let's see the action. So I had big doubts in the beginning that actually Libby would follow through with this. But it was like, okay, so we talked and we basically uh, made an arrangement as to how we would work together and everything. And then it was like, well, okay, as you do these things, send them to me and I'll review them and edit them. We'll make sure we're not stepping on any kind of copyright things or whatever it might be. And she continued to produce, which to my amazement was like, I think this is going to happen. This woman's really going to come through. (laughs) And that's not a reflection on Libby. It's just there's a lot of people with a lot of great ideas. But I think what happened for Libby with having Identity and Destiny under her own belt, 
she was convinced, convicted, and passionate about what God had showed her she was to do. Right. We're talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf from Identity and Destiny and Libby Hodge from Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. And and we're bringing this up because I've already, you've already heard me say it. If I haven't said it a thousand times, I'm sure I've said it pretty close to a thousand times. This Identity and Destiny study, this workbook, Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot, is something that every Christ follower should go through. However, it's an adult-like study. I mean, it's, it's really for people... You guys, you did late teenage years, right? Yeah. Seven, 16, yeah. 17? 17, yeah. 18. Yeah. All right. and, and it would not work for somebody that's younger than that. Libby, you saw a need. The Lord just inspired you to do this. When you started working on this, what age range were you aiming Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids for? What age well, range? The, the age range that I teach regularly is second through fifth graders. And so I was gearing it specifically for my class that I teach um, every week. Sundays and Wednesdays, and uh, so that's where I was aiming. But I've found that um, kids in first grade are really going to enjoy the story and uh, are not maybe quite ready to do some of the assessments. And kids as old as sixth and seventh grade uh, still enjoy the story and and get a lot from it. So uh, I I would say that uh, you can stretch that out a little bit and. Um, so really, you're talking your, elementary through middle school. Really, this this works. Early middle school, yes, depending upon their reading level. Well, so, that's, I mean, I don't know. I seem to, I was reading some of the excerpts. I haven't seen a full copy yet. I'm going to get some today. But as I was reading the excerpts, I'm like, no, this is kind of fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy kids' books, though. I don't know. It's just simple things because it's just Lots simpler. Of parents really. too, absolutely. It's so, a is great this story? It is a great story with characters that they follow all the way through. And she has also included a lot of um, experiential. Um, things that the kids can do where they're actually getting up out of their seat and and doing activities that move them through the process, not just um, like the adult version where it's it's workbook format. Sure. Well, and, and so is this parent directed then, Libby? Is that what the plan is to have a parent help their kid go through it? Or I mean, what, what's your plan for that? I think that that's the best way to use the material that a parent, a teacher, a Sunday school director, teacher. Um, someone should really work through the process with the kids. Now, some kids could pick this book up and just go right through it and would be self-motivated enough to do uh, the assessments and so forth. But in order to get the most out of it, as Pam said, there are activities and things that are involved that um, are a lot more fun when you do them together uh, as a family or as a class. And so um, playing games and things like that that help to reinforce the lesson uh, you'll you'll really gain a lot more from it if you're doing it together. And parents are going to learn so much about their kids, how they're uniquely wired, so that you can train your child up according to his God-given bent, as it says in Proverbs. And you'll not soon see that child depart from their path when that path was specifically designed for them by God, and they're being inspired by the Holy Spirit from within and hearing for themselves and learning about themselves um, just so so dramatically. You can see the lights go on, the aha moments when, when kids realize that God speaks to them, that He wired them this way, 
that they have special gifts and talents and abilities. And um, the the younger they learn these things, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, Tom and I have joked about that many times. If we had taken identity and destiny as 20-year-olds, we would have saved 10 years of our lives chasing exactly. things that were just a waste of time because it just didn't fit us. So how this? I see that there's 19 lessons as part of the identity and destiny for amazing kids. About how long will the study take? Well, you can do this on a weekly basis, and I've done it that way several times, teaching it in children's church. Or if you're doing it as a homeschool parent, you could do a lesson a day. So it's really flexible in that regard, and it just depends on the individual how quickly they want to go through it and how much of the material do they actually want to use if they want to use a lesson and say, I'm going to work on that memory verse for this whole week, and by the end of the week I'm going to know that verse by heart. And um, so they'll they'll have a lot of different things that they could use that as a homeschool parent, for example, they could take um, the the memory verse and the vocabulary words and the activities and things and just use pieces of that each day for a whole week. And so they can get a lot of um, got, get a lot of um, bang out of their buck for um, for their students. When you see the parents going through this and they're helping their kids go through this, how many of those parents then go, wait a minute, I want to do this for me. How do I get a copy of the Identity and Destiny for me? Right, exactly. So do do you get through a lot of cross-selling back and forth then or what? Yes, actually. uh, When I go to um, trade shows and so forth, I make sure that I have both books available so that parents and kids can go through the book together as a family. And the parents enjoy the story just as much as the kids do. I'm sure they do. They all, it's such a a powerful dynamic when the whole family is doing this together. Uh, The adults are doing their homework, the children are doing their homework, and everybody comes together and they compare notes, they're enjoying the story, the activities, and so forth together. It's such a bonding thing, and it also uh, really helps people understand one another, understand the different personality types in their family. Oh, that's why. Um, they they think this or they act that way. It's not because they hate me or they're ignoring me. They just are wired differently than I am, and they, they think differently. And you can find, we're talking about her version of Identity and Destiny, Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. And you can find out more about her online at AmazingKidsByLibby.com, AmazingKidsByLibby.com. But you can also get linked to that right off the Identity and Destiny website, Identity and the word and destiny.com Libby. I, I, I know there's just so much that we could say in all this, but I want to make sure that we really dig into some of the meat of this as you were, have taken families through this study, as you've taken parents and kids through this, what are some of the, the stories? Well, give me, give us one great story of, uh, of a kid whose life was impacted by going through identity and destiny for amazing kids. Oh, wow. I've got several. <laughs> oh, we're just going to have to limit it to one or two today. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think uh, one of the most uh, fun experiences for me was uh, one of the young men in our class who was kind of picked on all the time, and he kind of brought that on himself. He would go to the older kids, mess with them and stuff, and, and he would be the brunt of bullying because he's the one who egged it on. Well, when he went through Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids in the fourth grade, he um, began to see how he was uniquely wired, that he didn't have to fit in with the crowd. He had an engineering type of a mind. He was a high C uh, problem solver kid, and um, he began to realize that he had gifts and talents and abilities. He started uh, working with his dad 
on the creative team here at our church, building sets and doing things like that, and then realized, wow, I would love to film all of this work in progress as the sets are being built, watch it being established, then filming the finished product, and then he started um, putting together videos that he could share the start-to-finish project and so on, and realized how much he loved working with video. And as he was finding those things out about himself, he was so excited about what he was doing that he didn't have to worry about uh, getting attention anymore. He was getting a lot of positive attention for the things that he was producing, the things that he was doing. Um, And uh, he was a much happier camper and not needing to pursue negative attention or get any kind of attention that he could from his peers Now he was being sought after as a kid who's doing something very different, very unique for someone his age, and um, he's cool now. And he's now in middle school. A lot of my kids' examples are they're now in middle school, and they're still doing great. Yeah, I think the power in this, Tom, is that these kids are learning more about themselves at at this age, at, at elementary, early middle school, and it eliminates... I mean, it really prepares people for, well, choose what kind of schooling to go to out of high school right. and what kind of careers. But how do you see this? Uh, just does it does it preempt their need to go through identity and destiny as adults or does it lay it up for them? How do you see it impacting these kids when they choose their workplace? Well, I, th- I think what it's doing is it's giving them a foundation and some insight to uh, direct their activities, their focus, their study as they move through the educational system. And I think that uh, as they get older um, and can deal with the the higher level in the adult version, I would say that it would be a great uh, way to uh, confirm the knowledge that they have and expand it into other areas as they uh, answer the questions and the profiling and delve deeper into the whole thing. So I think it's something that a kid could use uh, all the way through, and then they won't end up studying the wrong major like me and working in the wrong career and bouncing around for 10 years like me (laughs) tom a cpa and me a programmer well and it even goes so much deeper than just um academic choices and career choices um the kids in this world today and, and not that that hasn't always been the case but i just feel like it's more serious and more troublesome than ever in terms of how they feel about themselves a sense mm-hmm. of a simple word, a simple not feeling like they fit in, just like the story that Libby told. There is already a sense of um, shame, unworthiness, a competitiveness that comes out in them that's not constructive or helpful. Um, there's so much, if they can begin to just believe that they are created in the image of God and they are uniquely and specifically designed by Him, and they can genuinely begin to embrace that as little ones, as they get older, they're just want to. They're going to want to pursue that rather than all these other um, feelings that they're going to internalize, um, maybe even accidentally and subconsciously. Mm-hmm. We got Libby Hodge on the line from Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Libby, as you shared that one story, that fourth grader, okay, who who really started to understand how God created, who God created him to be and what he, some of the things he could be doing, obviously as a fourth grader, he's not completely sure, but the fact that he had an artistic side, that he could do video, that he could help design sets. Talk to me about it before I ask that question. How did that impact the parents? Was this a kid of a single parent? Okay. (laughs) His parents are ecstatic. 
and they're they're helpers with us now in children's ministry and and they come to us regularly and say listen you are our heroes uh we will do anything for you anytime you need us and so i i uh, call on them regularly to help in uh teaching classes or when we have acti- activities and stuff they have a younger daughter now who is now in my class we're going through identity and destiny again and she's now learning at third grade uh, what her brother was learning at fourth grade, and they're just beside themselves. They're they're so happy that she's going through it. I mean, that's the kind of family transformation we're looking about looking at for all over the all Amen. over the country. So, talk to me about as you, Tom, Pam, and, and Libby, as we're talking about this. You have Tom. You've got was it thirty one assessments that are in there? Yeah, thirty one assessments that you go through. And Libby, you had to take those same assessments then and make it so that kids could get through those same things. And of course, for me, you've not listened probably to the show up there, uh, up north there, but you know, I've, resilience was brutal to me as I went through, <laughs> and I've talked about many times. I'm still going to counseling because of it. <laughs> how, how did you and Tom collaborate together to get those assessments to get the results that you needed? Cause that's, you know, there's nobody right now out there disprofile assessments for seven-year-olds. I mean, it's just not being right. done. So how did you do it? Well, um, some some of these things I was really familiar with from previous work that I had done uh, as a counselor teaching children. I had already begun to um, figure out how to write things in ways that kids could understand it, um, and also on words that I think are important enough that they should be able to wrap their head around it, that would become a vocabulary word so that I would make sure that they do understand it. So it worked in a twofold uh, manner so that you're selecting certain things that you think are the most important questions, giving them a lot fewer questions, and make sure that you use simpler words for the most part um, so that they can really wrap their heads around it. The resilience one was an interesting one that Tom and I had to work through um, because of the um, the level of copyright that was on that, and I had to be very careful not to infringe upon that. And uh, so we worked back and forth on that one across the phone, across email, um, for, oh gosh, several times that we sent paperwork back and forth, making sure that, that everything was going to be um, okay with that one. Tom, were you amazed at the ability for Libby to be able to take all of those assessments and get them down to a, a, a an elementary age level so the kids could actually understand that about themselves? Well, I wasn't amazed because I'm kind of on a low level myself, so it kind of came natural <laughs> to me. So I felt comfortable going through those assessments, the elementary ones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you've worked with me long enough to understand. <laughs> but, but, you're, but you're a mentor, you're a business coach, you see those adult-sized assessments used all the time. Right. Helping our kids to understand that stuff, I mean, that's it's just cool. Well, we, we couldn't uh, obviously uh, ask all those questions like we do it in Resilience. Right. So what we did was we took the concept and we kind of simplified it and put it into children's terms and as opposed to an assessment where they go through and the answer drops out at the end, it was more of, do you feel or would people say you're more like this than more like that? So we made it so it was something that a child could kind of uh, relay their observations or get some feedback from their friends 
to be able to come down to an answer. Pam, you look like you wanted to say something. Yeah, it, it just came down to simplifying questions that they could answer. And I think that's where having a teacher or a parent kind of just walk through them, walk through it with them so that if they don't get the question, you can kind of give them an example. And that works. Mm-hmm. All right, Libby, I want to talk about, why don't you just, I don't know, I want to talk, I want you to talk about <laughs> the story that you've woven through the whole Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Because as Tom and Pam were talking to me off the air, that's the power in what you've written. Okay. Uh, well, the story starts out with two friends, Chris and Zoe, and they both have their favorite pet sidekick. And uh, Zoe's sidekick is a falcon named Perry, and Chris's sidekick is a dog named Bernie. And they start out on a regular normal day, uh, and then one thing after another happens. They encounter some new friends. They go through all kinds of adventures, some that could even be considered dangerous for kids, and uh, crossing a river and so forth and spending a night in the woods, things that we would not even dream of allowing our kids to go through. But that's what gives the story some adventure. Spoiler alert, they do all end up fine at the end, so it's okay. Um, And they end up in Camp Identity and Destiny uh, with coaches Tom and Pam, and um, they find that this whole thing was uh, a learning experience for them. And as soon as they encounter the coaches, they, they get to experience all kinds of activities, games, and so forth that are designed to help them see uh, how they're wired and how well do they bounce back and, uh, uh, and all kinds of neat things. So uh, it does have a twist at the end of the story, and I have had kids come to me after they have read the book, and they're going, wait, what? <laughs> so, and, and I love that part. I, I would sometimes think... Um, I'd like to do a choose your alter, alternative ending um, because there there would be alternative endings that you could do with this story that maybe that would be uh, volume two or three or something. I don't know. Well, and Tom, maybe for for version two or three, well, you've already done the second version, maybe for version three of Identity and Destiny for adults, you could weave a little mystery through there. Oh, and by the way, Libby, I thought you took a little bit a lot of artistic license with Tom's picture in the book. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's, it's a, like a 29-year-old Tom Wolf. That's, that's maybe 25. Pam, is that what he looked? Well, you didn't know him when he was that young. No, I didn't. So but, we don't uh, know if he was, if he looked. Yeah, well, it's got the same smile, though, Tom. He's still oh, okay. cute. Good. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. So, Libby, that story that you've woven through, does that help kids keep going? Because that And that, that's really where I'm going with that, Tom, is that one of the things we, we've talked about all the time on the air people get past week four and week five six seven and eight are the toughest weeks of the identity and destiny because that's where the enemy says no i do not want you to find out how to have an intimate relationship with your heavenly father i do not want you to go there mm-hmm. weaving right. a story i don't know is that what mm-hmm. keeps kids going libby it, it certainly does and of course like you said having a teacher that's going to keep bringing you back to the uh, okay here's what's happening next and uh you know having things like games and activities and so forth helps to break it up crafts whatever uh, will help to um, give them a break. You have, kids' crap. attention span you have identity and destiny crafts. 
Sure. I love Tom. I totally would have been into the identity and destiny crafts. I think I went through the wrong version. Yes, yeah, we did. have we have given we have given away our two copies today of Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. If you'd like to get your copy, you can go out to the website amazingkidsbylibby.com. Amazingkidsbylibby.com. And if you can't remember that, all you gotta do is remember identityanddestiny.com. And Tom and Pam's website will send you off to identity or to amazingkidsbylibby.com. I'm just telling you, Tom, crafts. I don't know. Crafts pretty cool, glue and sticks and stuff. All yeah. right, so you've got I, I, this study guide that that compares uh, identity and destiny, finding your God given sweet spot, the the different steps and the lessons that that you've got, Libby Pam. As I look at this, this would really help parents understand how they can go through it together with their kids and stay on track. Absolutely, because um, we don't have nineteen chapters in our book she's she's kind of broken it into smaller pieces than we did and so she's lined it up in this study guide to show if the parents are doing this section then these two or three kids sections relate to that so that they can be tracking at the same time on the same material wow i i just love it as i'm looking at it, it's like this totally makes sense and, and as a parent this is i mean we don't we hear from us on the air if you as a parent want your kids to go through our me- identity and destiny for amazing kids Hear from Tom and Pam and Libby and Jim. We think you should go through it exactly the same time because this mm-hmm. will transform your family. You'll never be the same. All right. So how about another story, Libby, of a kid whose life was transformed by the power of God by going through Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids? Um, I have another favorite story about a young lady who was getting ready to go off to middle school. And um, as she was getting ready to go into middle school, she was kind of intimidated by the sixth grade uh, atmosphere. It's a lot different. You were the tall guy on the totem pole last year, and now all of a sudden you're at the bottom of the heap again. And there were mean girls. Imagine that. Mean Girls. And Mean Girls was a documentary. In case I may ever wondered, the movie Mean Girls by Disney was a documentary on girl behavior. I I know. And uh, so she was intimidated by them, and um, but she began to recall the things that she had learned about herself and um, began to realize that God put these things in her, but she's got to use them. She's got to work them out, and her mom helped her to, to work through that process to realize that she's gifted, she's talented, she's got leadership qualities that she doesn't have to follow the crowd. She doesn't have to worry about what the mean girls have to say. Um, If you don't want to hang out with the cheerleaders, let's find something else you'd like to do. So she joined the step team, and uh, she uh, was accepted on the step team, and uh, she just began, her confidence just began to blossom. And I like to use the term uh, for her that Robert Leatherwood coined. Her yes became so big that she was able to say no to the mean girls. She knew that God had called her, that she's, you know, unique and wonderful, and uh, she's got the ability now to not worry about following the crowd or worry about anybody else's opinion. Amen. Yeah, that's cool. And, and that is so true. The and, and yes, I mean, Mean Girls just want everybody to be alike, and that's exactly mm-hmm. not, not what God had in mind. Tom and Pam, as you look at this study that really helps minister to a whole family. I mean, when God inspired you, Tom, to do this for your small group at church, and then it's grown into this really where thousands and thousands and thousands of people have gone through it, that you've now got this partner tool to go together so that families, whole families can be impacted. Right. Well, it's really nice because uh, 
children, younger, uh, while they try to go through it with the parents. I mean, uh, we've we've had families where they had teenagers go through it together, and that was effective. But now it really goes down to the probably a seven-year-old. Someone like that can participate also and learn and really uh, see how God's wired them and accept them for who they are. Uh, and Libby says that the really cool part is when they actually hear from God and get the guidance as to who they are and why they're here in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very positive because we often don't get that or we get a perverted version of it from our parents and TV and family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's the really cool thing. Just to back the train all the way up, Identity and Destiny, Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot, was born out of Tom and I coming to a place where we finally said, Maybe it's time that we do the plan that God has for our lives instead of the one that we keep putting out there and asking him to bless. Maybe it's just time to do that. So all of our research and our searching and trying to figure answers out to those questions led us to identity and destiny. And then the same thing happened with Libby. As she was going through the adult version, God birthed this dream of the Amazing Kids version in her. So it always goes back to seeking God for the answers to the questions Mm -hmm. about what he has for us individually. And all of this, every family that will be touched, every nation that will be touched by identity and destiny and the Amazing Kids goes back to every person deciding to seek it for themselves. It's, I mean, and the power really is in the Holy Spirit working through this whole this whole process. Yes. It, it's just so powerful. As I just want to thank Carmelina for calling in from Largo. Thanks so much for listening. We'll get you a copy of Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. For Patty calling in from Crystal Beach, thanks so much for listening today. And I know many of you wanted to probably call, but I told you that we were all out. So you can get a copy. It's it's not that expensive. Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids and Identity and Destiny, Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot. Both are available online. Just go to identityanddestiny.com, and you can get the link out to the Amazing Kids version or buy it online for the adult version. But it is something that every, now that we know the tools are there, every Christ-following mom and dad should go through it along with their kids. I mean, Tom, can you imagine a better impact on a family? Well, I know the impact it would have had on me if I'd have had it for a tool. So I can imagine what it would be like. And uh, the comments that we get from families when they do this is uh, they say the conversations around the dinner table, if they have a dinner table these days, uh, is phenomenal. You get kids actually opening up and discussing things that you'd never be able to get them to talk about. But when you're doing this all together, it's a comparison and a contrast and a discussion and a sharing. Yeah, and they wouldn't even know how to discuss it. Finding your God-given sweet spot for adults and identity and destiny for amazing kids for your children. This will transform their lives. I I think, Libby, why don't you just speak to, we've got Dr. Libby Hodge on the line, sorry, and Tom and Pam Wolf uh, right here in the studio with me. Dr. Libby Hodge, talk to me about how you think having parents go through with their kids, identity and destiny for amazing kids, how that will help parents understand their children. Uh, well, it's pretty powerful when you understand your child's personality style, first of all. Um, every child is different. So if you have a child who is um, strong-willed, how do I reach that child? When you know their personality type, you'll also know several different skills and techniques that you can use to reach that child. Um, you can do deeper studies on personality studies and so forth to uh, 
get to know how to work with that child as that unique individual. Um, we realize that all of our kids are different. I have five, and there's no two alike. Um, but having that understanding, um, I have a more laid-back personality. Most of my kids are strong, high-D personalities. They all want to be in charge. I feel like a lion tamer in the lion's den sometimes. <laughs> but, Tom and, but Tom and do, I understand. I their lives? Yeah. Tom and I understand. And Pam and Martha totally the, understand. I'm here in the lion's den with the two lions That's today. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So talk to me about maybe, a, you know, somebody that's gone through, how many years have you had a, a Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids out there? How many years have you had that out there? I think, um, well, I started to uh, work with my own group here at the church as I was writing it. So it was actually in use before it was even published, but it was published in 2014. Okay, so it's been out there a couple of years. Families that have gone through this, and you're hearing about it two years later, what are you hearing on the impact on the family? Well, and it's like the story I shared with you before. The parents who have been engaged in the process have gone through it with their kids, are aware of the transformations. They're just um, they're delighted. They're amazed. And um, the one family, for example, they don't. Uh, they didn't even have any idea that their son would be interested in building sets or in uh, video and that sort of thing. And um, so they were just excited to be able to discover. It's like digging up gold nuggets <laughs> from within that uh, they learn that their kids can do these things. Uh, one mom used to tell her son all the time. This is another family. Um, your your gift is in your hands. And uh, so he goes through Identity and Destiny and finds out that he has the spiritual gift of service. And he said, oh, my mom was right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he wants to be an artist someday, which it all just flows and follows. And he knows that he has a servant's heart to go along with that gift of service. And yeah. he uses his hands to serve others. Dr. Libby Hodge with Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Thanks for coming on I Work for Him today and sharing about this incredible workbook for kids. Tom and Pam Wolf with Identity and Destiny. Finding your God-given sweet spot. Thanks again, Tom and Pam. Thanks again, Dr. Libby. We love you. Thanks. All right. As we come to the end of another I Work For Him radio program, thanks for tuning in today. Just a challenge to go out to iWorkForHim.com tonight after the show and click on the I Work For Him nation flag. You each, each and every one of you understand that your workplace, it's your mission field. But how about starting to treat it like a mission field by praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day? Make that commitment tonight on iWorkForHim.com by clicking on the iWorkForHim Nation flag. And then when you got time, when you're on Facebook tonight, find us on Facebook, iWorkForHim, and like us. We'd love that. You've been listening to iWorkForHim with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.